I'm John. And I'm Keith. And this is your somewhat reliable source of information for most things, Keith. And here we are celebrating the devil's favorite holiday soon here. Halloween. Halloween. Last uh, Halloween in the dark. Last year we did a uh, Halloween special. So if you want to know all about Halloween and what it is, go back and listen to last year's Flumoween special. Yes, you know that was good stuff, man. It we was. might need to we might need to re-release that. Just throw it. I out need there. to re-listen to it because I forgot what I, I do too, man. A lot of the stuff. Yeah, let's just tell them. I wish I knew what episode number it was, but hey, look on your Apple Podcast, yeah. look on your Spotify's, look on your Google Podcast, and look up the Flumadiddle Halloween special, Keith, and keeping. With the spirit of the season. Yeah. We're going to talk about something creepy, funny. So I don't know. What what are we going to talk about, Keith? The creepy and funny? Funny and creepy? Know. It depends on your outlook. It depends on your outlook, Keith. Let's talk about something serious for just one second. Oh, okay. Though. Keith's getting let's, all serious let's, on me. Let's give to the widows. Go to the, go to Widow's Link. Go find me. We mentioned every episode, and I'm not going to stop. Every episode. Yeah. Widow's Link. Go, go donate. Me, also... Premium Hopefully content. you listen to our little premium content intro. We won't say much else about that, except all of that will go towards the widows too. So please check out our premium content. Yes. Okay. All right, Keith, now back to the scary stuff. Without further ado, the okay. word for the day is... What is it? I don't know. Creepy. 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 <laughs> I thought you was going to say... Harlequin. Harlequin. Okay. Is that in your research? Yeah. It is. There is a Harlequin in the nah. research, Keith. Well, let's tell them what we're going to talk about today, Keith. We're going to talk about stuff or people, things, it's, whatever that people generally these days are finding to be just a little bit creepy. Creepy. Which that are? would be clowns, yes. Keith. Clowns. Clowns. How did this happen, Keith? We're going to dive into that. Have clowns always been creepy? Creepy? No. Creepy. Um, they, they've I been creepy know. for a while, but not creepy. Well, well Keith, I, I, where did clowns come from to start with, man? All right, Keith, you, you know where everything came from to start with? Egypt. Either Egypt or Greece. Yeah. All right, I guess we talked about that, about the beginning of recorded history. Yeah. There's some indication. So it that, seems like, like that, that's kind of unfair. The Egyptians get like a whole lot of credit, but they probably learned it from somebody. They just they just decided to record I know, it. right. Like, hey, we're going to write it down. Whoever so they learned it so for. So we're the ones who get all the credit. They you know? killed them off, and then they got famous yeah. themselves. So, so yeah, so everything kind of filters through us from the Egyptians and Greeks. Yeah. You know, of course, especially Greek, the Western culture thing. But... We're going to skip through the history pretty quickly. All throughout the ages, from Greece, Egypt, there's, uh, I forget what his name was, but there was a jester clown type character that had an audience with the emperor Bruh. of China, who they say actually credit was saving like thousands, if not millions of lives by talking the emperor out of painting the Great Wall of China. Oh, wow. He kind of joked and made fun of him that it was, he was stupid for wanting to paint the Great Wall. So sarcasm at its best. Exactly, and saved probably thousands, tens of thousands, maybe more lives from not painting the Great Wall of China. See, when people get on to me for being sarcastic, I I should say, hey, this actually could save a life. It could save a life, Keith. It It really could. So, like, were they always kind of, like, clumsy? Were they just kind of different kinds of them or what? Think of this in terms of an evolutionary thing. Yeah. The modern clown that we're going to get into for our story is kind of going to hit its stride in the 1800s. Oh, with the but rise of the circus, I With bet. the rise, well, maybe. somewhere around there, just before that maybe even. Okay. But it goes hand in hand. All right, but let's go back a little bit before that. You have like court jesters. Yeah, that's like right. in the medieval The ages, Middle Ages. Yeah. 
that's some of the kind of, uh, what do you call it, the lineage of what we call the clown these days. You know, they had audience with kings. They could say and do stuff that, that other people couldn't oh, get away well, with. Oh, other couldn't, you know. You make a fat joke about the king, you might find yourself drawn and quartered. But the jester, he could talk about the king being fat. He could do those kind of things. Yeah. So there was always kind of this impish, kind of anarchic, kind of maybe even speaking a little bit against power, doing it sarcastically, like, ha-ha, just joking, joking, not joking. So let me ask thing. you this. Do you think Shugs is the office jester? We could call him that. <laughs> we could call him that. And uh, so... Uh, all right. One day, man, if we could talk O'Shug into being on here, I, but I, I don't see it happening. I don't either. So I wonder if we could put one of those things on his voice. Oh, yeah. Totally change his name. It. Yeah. yeah. So, he might be, he might well, be anyway, let's ramp it on up through the Middle Ages. There's lots of st- There's the Harlequin, which you mentioned. Yeah. That is the kind of time, from what I understand, where he was more transformed into the acrobatic trickster. Oh, okay. Like back in the day, it was more of kind of a stupid. Yeah. Doofus, kind of an acting, a lot of mime type stuff yeah. going on. And that would be like where Joker's girlfriend gets her name from, right? Yeah. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. There yeah. you go. All right. So Harlequin, well, let me, right there, let me interject this, Keith. Some people would say it's the belief that clowns are harmless is what's new. Hmm. Not that they are unsettling. Oh, okay. really? Now, it's going to be a big jump from unsettling to homicidal, and we'll get there. So, like, you, you're saying when they first started, they may have been unsettling. There is very much an edginess to clowns, yeah. to the harlequin, to the jester. They are generally, for all this time, they are not a children's circus performer. Oh, okay. You know, they're performing for adults. Oh. As you get on, let's get on into the late 1700s. Let's skip on up to the... The uh, early days of the Republic here, Keith. Okay. And um, I think there was a guy named Dan Rice mentioned. You know, he was known for his wittiness. He was known for kind of ribald humor, you know, little sexiness in his jokes, a little kind of, you were the clown. You could be a little off color. You could overstep the bounds. Right. You had a little of that mischievous, impish kind of thing. It's kind of like a character they played. A character, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so you could get away with it kind of, right? There's yeah. this ar- there's this idea that they're kind of like this archetypal trickster, kind of like the devil. You know, the devil's fun. No. Oh, wait a minute. The devil's not fun. Maybe he's going to do some really, really bad stuff. So when you start you know, saying trickster and stuff like that, that does make you think like more devious and devious. evil than, you know, than what I thought of clowns. Well, before. we're going to get yeah. to where that, that's why I'm saying it's an evolution. Yeah. And so what we're going to hit, we're trying to get up to this Halloween kind of thing, right? So yeah, I don't want to skip the part when they wasn't scary, though. So let's go through that part in history. All right. So let's let's jump on this part right here, Keith. Okay. Let's jump. We've hit the the idea of court jester, them uh, speaking to kings, being advisors, even. Yeah. Um, major celebrities on up in the fifties and sixties, and we'll get there soon enough. But let's hit maybe about the late seventeen hundreds, early eighteen hundreds in England. Okay. There was a guy named Joseph Grimaldi. Okay. All right, so he is the kind of homo erectus of the clown evolution. Okay. All right, so you've got the old jesters, the tricksters, those kind of things. Maybe you've got the acrobatic stuff going on. He brings in a lot of that physical pratfall, beating himself up type stuff. And he took it from just this makeup being maybe a little powder and a little rouge on the cheek. Yeah. He starts taking it over the top. Oh. Pasty white with 
powder. They said his mouth was just this big gaping red, almost a little creepy. And then his cheeks, some of them said it was painted this reddish color that almost put them in the mind of some kind of Hindu demon type thing. Oh, so yeah. he was a little edgy. He right. was not, he kind of plays into that more sad clown kind of thing. He had a very oh, tragic okay. life. Yeah. His, he was like trained by a very abusive, domineering stage father. And he went on to be just world famous. Oh, and okay. so he had a son who was an alcoholic who died at 31. And the reason, one reason we know so much about him, and some people would say where we got this kind of tragic, even harsh idea of clowns, maybe old Charles Dickens has something to do with it, Keith. Oh, really? Because when Grimaldi died, Dickens Dickens was charged with editing his memoir. Oh, really? So Dickens had already painted this picture in the Pickwick Papers, I think it was, of this alcoholic clown who was kind of creepy looking and kind of weird. And some people say that was based on Grimaldi's son. So some people think that Dickens had a lot to do with this kind of tragic, kind of creepy, kind of looking thing. Maybe started all the way back then. Right then you didn't, these clowns we're talking about like Grimaldi, they weren't circus actors. They were stage performers. Stage performers. Okay. All right. But they're already, the circus stuff is happening. It's already come to America. And there's, I mentioned the Dan Rice guy. So there's some of the circus clown stuff that starts going on. Okay. So now that probably has to do with people like, um, Barnum, P.T. Barnum, or somebody like that yeah. saying, hey, these stage performers are doing well. We need to put them in our show, right? That's so they quite bring possible. bring them to their circus show. Because exactly. they're always, the circus is just a variety thing. They're just trying to it look is. for all kind of acts. Exactly. The circus people. is kind of like the, hey, here's a break from all the other stuff that's going on. Here's something funny. Yeah. So there's no doubt that that had a huge part. So up until this point, through Grimaldi, clowns are for adults, not children. Through the beginning of the circus time, now clowns are for adults and children. Okay. Over some time when you start building early 1900s through the 20s, now clowns are for, the children are first, children and adults instead of adults and children. So then you've got the rise of the circus clown. Yeah. You've got everything is just overdone, just like big buffoonery. Yeah. You know, the big shoes, the big everything, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. So other stuff starts coming in, the juggling things like that that we think of. All right. So talented, clumsy clowns. Talented, clumsy clowns. Yeah. You know one clown we didn't mention is a rodeo clown. Oh, okay. But that's a whole different kind of thing. That is kind of... That's that's kind of like the crap job of a clown, really. That's like the bottom of the barrel. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not in the circus. I'm not entertaining the king. I'm getting hit by a bull on a a daily basis. Yeah. Man. That's no fun. No. But, um, okay, so you got circus clowns. And um, one we didn't mention, too, was a TV clown around this time. Oh, yeah. We hadn't got there yet. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead. That's a perfect time we're leading up to now. Okay. We're headed out from the 20s, 30s. Now we head up. We're trying to bring it on up to the creepy stuff. So let's come on up to the 50s and 60s. So TV's starting to get in every home. There's TV. Mm -hmm. All right. So now you start to have the clowns sanitized. You can't have some creepy trickster on TV freaking your kids out. So sanitized like cleaned or sanitized like becoming like Santa? Sanitized like clean. (laughs) (laughs) Just wondering. (laughs) But I'm pumped. All All right. right, So now you've got a couple of famous clowns. Bozo. Uh, Yeah, man. Clarabelle. So Bozo had like a long career, right? Yeah, man. I know that my mom, you know, she's, I'm not going to say my mom's name. I'll get in trouble. My mom's age, I'll get in trouble. But uh, 
she talked about when she was a child watching Bozo the Clown. And I know, like, when you go to Jack's today here in the Etowah County area, you can see pictures of, like, the old school uh, Jack's advertisements, and it's like, come meet Bozo the Clown, you know. There you go, man. Yeah. So, hey, what else? We mentioned Clarabelle and Bozo. They were Mm -hmm. biggies. Well, who else was a big clown? Uh, Ronald McDonald. Ronald McDonald. I met old Ronald McDonald one time a few years ago. Did you? He was at my kid's daycare thing one time. Oh, it was like awesome. a, real, a real... Had to be a few years ago because he's kind of fell off. He's kind of fell off. My understanding for, for now a reason. is... Yeah, is that if you do see him, he's like playing soccer and stuff. He's being healthy. Yeah, okay. So, all right. So, from this time, you've got this sanitized image of a clown. Clowns are just fun and smiley and happy. They're not dangerous. Yeah. All that's gone. So, there you go, Keith. That anarchic kind of wit, that being able to poke at power... Being able to uh, actually like they stop talking altogether, kind of right. Well, a lot of the clowns do. There are when you get into some clowns, you kind of get into a mime like thing. There yeah, can be some I mean, crossover in mime, performance between yeah. some of the mimes and clowns. Yeah, mimes is kind of its own thing. But it it's definitely similar, is its own, but thing. it's similar. But like I'm just saying, like circus clowns, they never talk. You know, no, they, they just, don't. Yeah, just did their clumsy little act. All right, so here's the era, right, okay. Keith, of the sanitized clown. All right. Now, we started talking about this the other day. Like, when did clowns get creepy? Well, some would suggest there's already been an underlying current right. of creepitude. Like, and it actually started out where they were kind of creepy. So, where, where does that come from? Like, not in a specific thing, not a date, not a person. What is it just about clowns in general? Okay. Anything come to mind? Like, what... Why? What? What's the issue there? There's something for me. It's just like if there was anything creepy about them, it would be like just not knowing who they are. Like their face is hidden. Kind okay, of. that's big. Yeah, so there's this real mitch, this mismatch between their appearance and their action. Yeah, who are they? Is, is it something to fear? Right, they look really weird. They're you know like you're, it's kind of a condition thing. So if you kind of project some kind of very peaceful, calm, beautiful, kind of happy little bozo thing on this thing, it can be that. Yeah. But clowns, even in the past, though, you know, people knew Grimaldi's story. People knew he was kind of this tragic figure. Right. You know, he had this quote, something that um, that he was grim all day, and that at night he came out and made you laugh. Oh. So he was kind of just this, you know, so he, was, he was a tragic kind of character. And not all clowns are tragic characters. No. That's kind of a, you know, that's kind of a stereotype as well. Depends on that, how they draw their smile on their face. Very much so. Either down or up. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Whoopoo! Yeah. All John right. just mimicked a down and up smile on his exactly. face. Exactly. Okay, right, so... so um, so there were some things though that happened that I, like led them into being more and more creepy. Right? There are some things, and it depends on what you read. But the first thing that came to my mind before we did any research, and this person actually played that up, something came to my mind, Keith, and I immediately said a three-word name. <laughs> a person with three names. A, yeah, a, per, a three-word name, <laughs> as most Americans have. <laughs> yeah, but you don't go by it. I go by like John last name. I got you. This person goes by like. You know, if he was Sally Bob Smith. Okay. There's three names, man. Come on. All right. Who was it? John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy. Why do you go by three names more? Because if he went by John Wayne, people would get him confused. Yeah. Yeah. So he had to add his last name. Exactly. Something like that. So here's what's kind of creepy about him. We won't get into him too much, but we know, most everybody knows, he is a very infamous serial killer. 
yeah. charged with killing like 33 to 35 young men in the Chicago area. And you know what's really scary? He was apparently charged with sexual assault of a young man in 68, and he was still able somehow in the 70s to dress up like a clown and go to kid parties. Oh, awesome. That's some good vetting there. Now, luckily, he kind of came off as a hardworking dude. He was a contractor. Yeah. And he never killed anybody while he was a clown. Oh, okay. But he did kid parties. I guess, thank God, that kids weren't his object of... Okay, whatever. so he didn't kill people dressed as a clown. No. He just had a day job as a clown and was serial killer by He night. was registered as a clown. He wasn't a professional clown, but he had a little side business hustle yeah. where he did kids' parties. And thankfully, little kids is not what so he preyed upon. So that might be the beginning of thinking they're creepy because that's kind of the beginning of what I was talking about. Like, you really don't know what's behind that mask, who these people really are. You know? Exactly. And when people see this, they're like, oh, they could be somebody sinister. Now, he played that, that up yeah. himself while he was in jail. He yeah. did paintings, and he painted himself as Pogo the Clown. Oh, okay. And some people say that Stephen King's It, which of course that's going to be then we're going to make one little jump. So that would we're going to make one jump in between there though, Keith. Okay, one little thing in between there. Okay. So there was a movie called Poltergeist. Did that have something to do with clowns? Do you remember it? There was a there oh there was, a was scene like a little clown where doll, the little boy there? had the clown doll yeah, that turned that. creepy and tried to drag him under the bed. Yeah, we had a clown doll in my house growing up, and my my friend was like so terrified of that thing, <laughs> and like and it was kind of funny. You know how sometimes wind-up toys just every once in a while will just go off? They'll just make a sound. Yeah, they'll just make a sound. And this thing, it would turn its head while it's doing its music. And so it just every once in a while, it would, just, it would make a noise and turn its head a little bit. And it just freaked my friend out so bad. It is. They're freaky. I, I mean, I'm down with that. Yeah, I, well, I'm not a okay, big so we're, the thing we're about to get to is It. When I was a kid, 1986. The mo- yeah, the movie came out. Right, the novel came. Well, out. the novel came out in eighty six, but the but movie, the movie was around ninety. Out, yeah, around ninety, and that's when I was really a kid. It was about ninety. I was about um, you know, eight, eight, ten years old somewhere in there. So, my thing is, is that did kind of make me a little scared of clowns at that point. The movie, it. I mean, that was pretty, pretty freaky, you know. Right. Oh yeah, definitely, man. I mean, there's no doubt that it played a huge part in this our generation's consciousness. Yes, and it's still doing that, right? Because yeah. the movies have continued to come out. There's yeah. been, what, a couple of more hits. One just came out recently, I think. Right. There was other stuff. There was Killer Clowns from Outer Space or something. One. Yeah. Yeah. The and, Insane uh, Clown Posse. Yeah. And they were <laughs> they were nuts. And uh, their music was terrifyingly violent. You know, it was right. awful. Um, but also, you know, you had these things going on like just a couple of years ago where like you had... 2016 these, to be exact, Keith. 2016 where like rumors of clowns in the woods and stuff like that. that yeah, well, there was actually in 2016, there was a wave of like clowns running around terrifying people with guns and knives. Yeah, and, I think it like there was these rumors going around and I think that fed to people to actually doing stuff that would terrify people. You know what I mean? It's like these rumors are going around, so let's do this. It's a good time. You know what I mean? Right. It fed into it. So, And that's what one of the, the Smithsonian like articles. cycle or something. It is. Well, the Smithsonian article that I read was really good, mm-hmm. and it talked about that, is that clowns have always had this undercurrent thing. Yeah. They're, they haven't been always scary and suicidal or homicidal, not suicidal, but there's always been that undercurrent, like you said. You don't know. This person's got a mask on. Right. What are you seeing? You know, we mentioned before the mismatch between appearance and action. Is is there really something to fear here? Are they scary? 
what what intentions do they have? Yeah. This masks their intentions. Well, maybe they're good, but some of the older clowns could really push it. Like yeah. the older stuff we're talking about, they could really push it in a this anarchic, edgy kind of way and be like, oh, I'm just kidding, I'm a clown. Yeah. You know, but they would go up to that line, tiptoe, oh, no, I'm just a clown, I'm kidding. I think there's another clown we need to mention, too, talking about, like, pushing the envelope. What about Krusty the Clown? You know, Krusty was actually mentioned in some in yeah. that article. You know, so in the 90s, now here's another image of the clown. Here's this attitudinal alcoholic clown. Yeah. On the, the Simpsons. On the Simpsons, yeah. You know, that was one that was mentioned in that, too. So basically for the last 30 years... Clown PR has not been good. Exactly. So you have these images. It's not a good time to be a clown, unless no. you want to work around Halloween. Great time to be a clown if you want to work exactly. around Halloween. Exactly. Yeah. Well, some of the articles I read talked about that with like real clowns who took this seriously. Apparently, what happened yeah, was sure they like old days, late 1700s, 1800s, it was very much a folk art. Yeah. You learned from somebody who was a clown. Right. You know, maybe you apprenticed kind of, you know, so and so taught you. Clown stuff. Yeah, you, you went to you went with the circus or a carnival. You learned this stuff, and then here in the '60s, late '60s, this idea of the clown changed, and now P.T. Barnum put together like the clown school. Oh yeah. So now you've got people who you can tell in the guy's voice in the article was like, these aren't clowns. These are guys who have gone to college who decided they want to learn a little bit about clown stuff. Yeah. Like the art of truly what it is to be a clown has kind of gone downhill. Right. But there are still some professional clowns who really want to do that. Yeah, I really like that show. And connect to the uh, old traditions. I really like that show, Baskets. I don't know if you've seen it. With no, Zach I've heard you and Chuck talking about yeah. it. Well, the thing is, is like it, it is a funny kind of comedy, comedy drama type thing. Right. It's like a comedy of errors, I would say. But like, uh, anyway, he takes it very seriously being a clown, you know, but nobody takes him seriously. Right. And I think, I think that's, that's part of is, the thing. Really. Yeah. Well, the guy asked, you know, they're asking that, how do you overcome that? He said, well, honestly, he said, you're not going to like PR clowns into being good. No. He said, what you're going to do is if that's really your calling, like you really love that, people will see that in your performance and in yeah. what you're doing. Like, you know who? Well, I mean, kind of the art has changed, you know? It's like if you're a musician and you like this certain genre of music. But then, like, nobody listens to that anymore. You might dabble a little bit into what people are listening to just to see if you can like it, you know? Right. Maybe you could have a future in that because that's what's popular now. Yeah, don't do it. Don't yeah. sell your soul. You shouldn't sell your soul, but you should try it. You know, you should you should see if it's for you. You just don't – I'm just saying don't count anything I out. Mean, all the kids are well, smoking meth. Well, yeah. I'm just kidding. What I'm saying is, like, you know, if you want a career in something and, I'm just and that's the only way to make money, you know, you got to at least try it out or maybe think of another career. Well, well, like with, with clowning, like maybe right now, don't be clowning you know, me. Keith. Consider being a scary clown. That'd be like a good good way to make money know. right now. You could make because money there being there a scary there clown. could still be an art to it. You know, it's just a little bit different. Scary clown. I mean, because seriously, the art changed over time. Anyway, you had the jesters who poked fun and all that, did a right. lot of roasting jokes. Then you, you had could. clowns who didn't talk at all, who were real clumsy. You know, so the art right. has developed over time. So now maybe you just need it is to transitional. Shift. It's it's evolving. It is. So maybe, maybe you just this need is to a phase shift for it now. to a scary type deal, and you might can make some money still if you want to be a clown. All right, that's just you. my point, man. I got you. But uh, all right, so for me, John. I still don't really find clowns that scary. I never did. I mean, it kind of made them scary for me, the movie It. But um, 
I really enjoyed the circus clowns. I loved yeah. watching their act. I thought it was funny. You yeah. Know? The clown, I've seen when I was a kid, maybe in the 70s, some Barnum and Bailey stuff. And, uh, I, you know, I know this isn't what we're talking about today, but I like uh, rodeo clowns. Do you? Yeah. yeah, they're pretty funny. And, you know, and I, I really miss Barnum and Bailey. Mentioned, uh, since you mentioned that, the Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey, no more. Uh, R.I.P. I'm okay with that. I just need to go see some Cirque du Soleil, man. But see, I love it. I love the Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey. I enjoyed it. And so I really miss them. And one of the parts I really liked about them was the clown show. I thought they were really good. Man, anything that allows you to stuff about 27 people inside a Volkswagen. Yeah. Can't be all bad, Keith. Yeah, man. I, I just loved watching them slip on the pie that they just threw at somebody's face. You know, it's hilarious. It's like you got them, but then you, you slipped. It's Bam. so funny. You're going to slip on your own pie, man. Yeah, slip on your own pie. All right, let's see, Keith. Oh, here you go. Here's a good point I haven't mentioned. All right. So we talked about what's so creepy about it is it masks your intentions. You can't see. Yeah. And another thing, this day and age, Keith, that is so prevalent is this idea a very real idea of stranger danger. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So when you have an adult masking themselves, usually a man entering into an environment that is a primarily child oriented environment. Yeah. That within itself these days is a big, Ooh, I don't know about that. Yeah. You gotta be real careful with that. You sure do. And you know, the thing is, is in the seventies and eighties, obviously you need it to have stranger danger, but we didn't as much. So it's not necessarily a bad thing that we oh, have not at all. danger now. But. Not at all. We want to be conscientious of whether it's, you know, whether it's some church setting or the Boy Scouts or some clown at whatever. The truth is that yeah. things have happened that should have never happened. And so that's one of those things where clowns, even though Gacy said that, he said a, cl- he said a clown can get away with murder. Yeah. He said that before he got caught, I think. Well, he did get away with it for what, quite a while. He got busted, though. Yeah, he but sure he finally did, got God. busted. So, um, Creepy all right, clown. one more question for you, John. All right. Did Kiss have any influence on the negativity of clowns? Because they did wear, like, clown-like makeup. Uh, no, they were more of a theatrical thing. Um, what was the... There was a Japanese form, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. With the white makeup and thing. It was more of a stage acting type thing. Okay. But... So they Gene Sa- but but it could be argued that Gene Simmons is definitely a clown. Yeah, could be. Now back in the day, I thought he rocked my face off, but yeah. <laughs> but Gene Simmons is all night long. All night long. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, be safe out there on Halloween. Go back and listen to our previous Halloween podcast. If you have any thoughts about creepy was clowns, that a, was that a podcast? A podcast? <laughs> is that what you said? Man, go listen to our podcast. <laughs> P O N cast. All right. And if you want to be a clown, maybe consider being a scary clown. It's real popular now. Yeah. I have a future in that. And uh, what else? Do you flummadiddle at gmail.com? Do you flummadiddle.com? And at do you flummadiddle on Facebook? And premium content. Just click buy premium and you'll donate to the widows and get all kinds of cool stuff. All right. Awesome. All right. Peace out. <laughs>